Saw some Bundesliga this weekend, man. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. Damn I did. It. Fuck, this is big because I saw highlights for certain games, and I'm worried about which one you saw. Worried? Yeah, yeah. Wait, worried? Yeah, I'm worried about which game you saw because there's one specifically that I was like, oh, this game was ass. Uh, mm, um, mm. And I'm hoping it's not that one. So, please, so what was the one that you saw? I saw two. So Jeez. I'll start with the one I saw first. The, the chron- I'll go chronologically sure. here. It was actually the opener after a 68-day period of no Bundesliga. Dude, that's so long. That's almost as long as a regular offseason yeah. in European football, yeah. man. Because <laughs> the Bundesliga always does a winter, a winter break, which usually lasts a month. But since the World Cup, you add in an extra yeah. month. Yeah. So my God, it has been a long time since we've seen German outfits take the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so to open us up, to start us off... Leipzig against Bayern Munich. And I'm going to be honest, brother. Sloppy-ass game. Hey. Super sloppy. Hey. And I'm talking about from both sides. Okay. From Bayern, like, especially too, man. Both sides had a lot of pace and a lot of energy. The crowd was there. The atmosphere was great. And both teams were really going at each other. There was a lot of penetration. Low-key, it was really back and forth, end-to-end, chaotic football. So from that perspective, it was really entertaining. But if you wanted a little bit of class, if you want a little bit of precision, not the game. Like truly not the game. And I think even more so, it hit badly for me because uh, I just no, finished no, watching a recording from, of a Man City no. game. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't say Premier League game. Yeah, yeah, don't say yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and, it, and yeah. So oh, God. it really hit me bad, man. Yeah. It hit me really bad. So there's really nothing good. Jupo? <laughs> like, come on, man. When's the Chupo Prez going to land, man? When? When are we going to get that from you? It is kind of crazy that Chupo's been at that club as the secondary striker for so long. Now that they have no other options as a number nine, Chupo now gets to shine. And he's doing a decent job at it. I've always thought Chupo Muting as a really, really good striker, but not a great striker. And I still maintain that perspective. But just in general, the play was pretty sloppy, man. I'm going to be just be completely honest. Crazy because it's what one versus number three. In the yes, it, yes. It yeah. was actually a perfect opportunity for Leipzig to get like very close to Bayern Munich, and for Bayern Munich, conversely, for them to actually try to create some sort of gap, at least the at least bigger than the one that they had going into the game. At the end of the day, nothing happened as it was a one-one affair, so they both just got one point, leaving it wide open for a team like let's say Freiburg, who were who was right below Bayern as well. Uh, but yeah, the game was just really weird. And I think it, it literally was like a first game of the season type of vibe, man. But hopefully both of these teams really just go back to training and be like, all right, we, we, we got, like Bayern especially, we got Champions League to look up to, man. Because if Bayern played the way that they did on that night, man, oh, they're, yeah. they're done. Do they play against PSG in the knockout stage? Oh, you know that? Geez. I just checked back on it. I was like, damn. It's a big matchup in the round of 16. Wow. Okay. So yeah. they have maybe like a month then. Yep. A month to, to get prepare, their act right. To get their <laughs> act right. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, seriously, you know, just to end it, I don't think there was anything that truly, truly stood out. Not yeah. even like a singular like a takeaway play. or anything. Yeah. There's no takeaway. It really <laughs> was just like a competitive game where no one could just put their foot on the pedal. Damn, yeah. man. I was, I'm glad you said that though. I'm glad you didn't say... Uh, Bayer Leverkusen versus uh, Mönchengladbach, man. That game looked 
horrible quality wise as well. And it must, it just adds on to your point. Mancha Gladbach's defense was non existent that game. Bayer Leverkusen riled three goals on them like that. Mm -hmm. And it was sloppy, bro. Bayer Leverkusen goes up 3 0. And then, like, in the last 10 minutes, uh, I believe it was a sub for Mancha Gladbach comes on, scores two back to back bangers, makes it three to two. And that's the only reason ah. I checked out the highlights because I was like, hey, there might have been a nice shootout here <laughs> in uh, the Bundesliga. <laughs> but it turned out to be a shootout with Nerf guns, dude. Yeah. Pointless, man. Pointless, Pointless for me to check on that, man. Yeah. And, you know, to keep on that idea of pointless, man, I ended up catching Freiburg. Freiburg. Ah against Wolfsburg in Wolfsburg, I believe. Now, taking into, take this into context, Wolfsburg, before the World Cup break, were in a rich vein of form. I've been hearing form, good man. things about them, dude. And the thing is, I hadn't seen it because I was so focused on World Cup. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, let's see what they can do. Maybe they can be a little bit more precise than either Bayern oh, or Leipzig. Yeah. I had my hopes this pretty low, fun. honestly, though. I don't know what happened in that game, so this is fun. Yeah, So, but note this, though. Freiburg are higher in the table than Wolfsburg because they, too, have gotten off to a really good start of the season. I believe before the game started, they were in third place, only maybe four maybe five points off of Bayern. So a win, especially with a Bayern draw, would have gotten Freiburg right there, just knocking on Bayern's first place position. Wolfsburg get a goal within the first 60 seconds. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. a really beautiful combination play. Um, Patrick Wimmer ends up finding perfect space straight down the middle. A nice little through ball, and he just keeps going. He keeps going. Attaboy. And a nice sliding finish with a little pressure on his back, too. But nonetheless, an excellent finish from the Austrian Patrick Wimmer to make it 1-0 very, very early on. And then from that point, Freiburg kind of woke up. They're like, oh, shit. All right, Bundesliga started. We got to get back into this shit. Um, and for the next, like, let's say 15, 20 minutes, Freiburg actually had some shots on goal. I think they hit the post maybe one time, and they had some really good deadly crosses to at least threaten Wolfsburg defense. But then after that, man, Wolfsburg went on to put a clinical masterclass as far as finishing chances. No way. The game ended 6-0. Oh, my God. 6-0. Oh, my God. It was just a pure offensive masterclass from that point on for Wolfsburg. Such good combination play. But more importantly, man, their finishing was just unstoppable. Truly, truly unstoppable. Like, half chances were falling Wolfsburg's way. But also their combination play, like, every time they had a good touch, it was, like, in a positive direction where yes. the Freiburg play was done. And Wolfsburg and the, the, the Wolfsburg offender could just go at the Freiburg defense and really penetrate and cause a lot of trouble, man. Uh, but one thing that I, I really encourage you and any fans listening to this to go watch Wolfsburg's second goal. One of the loveliest, most delicate, lobbed through ball passes off the volley in the box what? that I have ever seen. What? And it's from the guy who scored it, Patrick Vimmer. Okay. Dude's got flair. Okay. He's got a lot of flair, and he's a really fun player to watch just in general. And when he's on the ball, you can immediately tell, oh, okay, th this guy likes to touch the ball. You know, he, he, <laughs> he likes to put in that through ball. He likes to penetrate. Yes. He likes to put just a little bit of extra on any type of ball that he sends. But this one, dude, oh, my God, bro. So delicate, but it, it's, it's so delightful. One of the finest assists I've seen in a long time. So, yeah, please go watch it. Wolfsburg's second goal against Freiburg. Patrick Wimmer with the assist. Dude, it feels like uh, Bundesliga is almost at 
that child of yours that you criticize so much, but you go back to, you have a soft spot for because you see potential in that son or something. Like, I'm curious why you were even in Germany watching these games, given your stance about, you know, just just a few months ago, you went hard on the Bundesliga, Mm. man. But you're still out here watching these, you know, these games that are happening over there in Germany. For, For any criticism that I dish out, and this goes for anything, I'll still never give up on it. No matter how bad it gets. But you want to talk about criticism, bro? One thing that really pissed me off going into <laughs> this Bundesliga restart. Okay. Bayern's goalkeeping situation. Uh, Manuel Neuer. No, it's what you were. It's exa- this is exactly. We have to do this. I want to. I want to do this. This is exactly my point. But like to a T, brother. To a crazy, crazy yeah. like T. Manuel Neuer breaks his legs <laughs> on a skiing on a skiing trip, a skiing uh, accident. Hope he recovers, man. Hope he recovers. Hope he recovers. Yeah, recovers yeah, uh, Manuel Neuer. No. Um, so any other club <laughs> would have to just use their backup goalkeeper because, well, that's what they're there to do. They're the backup goalkeeper. Anything happens to the main goalkeeper, the backup goalkeeper becomes number one. In this case, Sven Ulreich. So I'm like, okay, interesting. This is going to be really interesting to see what Bayern do. Um, worst case, they bring back Alexander Nubel, who's on loan at Monaco, who's putting in some good minutes in the French League. Because uh, they still own him, right? He's a Bayern player just out on loan. What does Bayern decide to do? Immediately after hearing that, they look at Ulreich and they're like, yeah, no, nah, you're not good enough. So who's our real backup goalkeeper? Any Bundesliga keeper that is employed in Germany, bro. <laughs> that, is, that is realistically yeah. Bayern's backup goalkeeper. It's whoever the fuck they want that plays in Germany. Yeah. And that's that's crazy. That really is crazy because... That's that's the definition of privilege, and I've talked about this before. But if Bayern have that type of power, and you're Freiburg, and you don't have that power, how are you even competing in the same league? Like, how is that even fair? Because if Freiburg's goalkeeper number one uh-huh, goes point, out, uh, Flecken, who's yeah, having yeah. a great season as well, even the though Dutchman, he just let in know? six, the Dutchman, um, if he goes out. Who comes up for Freiburg? Well, they're backup goalkeeper because that's what is supposed to happen. Yes. That's why you have three goalkeepers generally employed at one time for a course of the regular season just in case anything happens to your two main goalkeepers. But Bayern lose their main goalkeeper, and they just look across the board, and they're like, all right, we want Summer. Yep. We want the the <laughs> kryptonite yeah. to Bayern Munich's offensive yep. prowess for the past decade. Yeah. One of the greatest goalkeepers in the goddamn league. Yes. We want him. We want, and we'll they, get him. And, and, and we'll get oh, him. We'll get him. And they got him. I want him. you. I got you. <laughs> Damn, It's dude. crazy. And it, it's, 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 even, it's even like a double swing because, because Neuer broke his leg, Gladbach get punished. Yeah. They get punished that Neuer had an accident on vacation. But it's because Bayern have this. Instead of Bayern getting punished. Instead, of, instead yeah. of Bayern getting punished. Now, it would have been unlucky for sure. How in the hell is Neuer on a skiing trip related to Gladbach? Well, there is a relation somehow. And it ends with Jan Sommer donning the Bayern Munich jersey in that opening game against Leipzig. It's dark as fuck. It's, it's dark. It's really and it, dark. it doesn't. It, and uh, it's really and dark, this, is, this is exactly my main point. Uh, that I said months ago, go back and look at it because I think I literally said something to this point 
And I'm literally seeing it right in front of my eyes now. (laughs) (laughs) It's scary, man. It's really, really scary. But to add just just a little bit of positivity here, I'm not even looking at Bayern. I'm happy for Summer yeah. that maybe he gets to win a trophy at yep. the end of the season. Because, my God, what a great goalkeeper. The amount of minutes and effort and season that he's put into, not only for Gladbach over the last, like, I don't know how long, but also for the Swiss national team. Jan Sommer, an incredibly good goalkeeper. And I do see him lifting this trophy at the <laughs> yeah. end of the season for the Bundesliga. Yeah. So, from that perspective... I'm really happy for Summer. Yeah, I'm truly surprised he never really made that jump to a big club in any league. That's truly, true. given his, his his talent, man, he's always been such a great goalkeeper who's capable of having one of those games where he just gets he's just on it. Yeah, he just can't get it past him, bro. And it happened against Bayern multiple times. So yeah. dark that he'll be donning the Bayern Munich jersey this time around, but silverware is silverware, and he's definitely a character and player worthy of that, man. Yeah.